Hello, everyone, and welcome to Holistic Living, a podcast all about self care and mental health. I am Katrina Clark, social worker and mental health counselor. Each week, we talk about real experiences on what it is to be human and tools and tips to prioritize your self care in ways that cultivate self love, compassion, and acceptance. Hello, my friends, and welcome. So today for my first episode, I am talking about something that women, mothers, parents, and many individuals struggle with and can relate to this topic. I'm talking about self-care. So before we move forward, uh, I want to incorporate some self-care before we get started. I want to start by taking a few deep breaths in together and sending those love notes to our body. So I invite you to, you know, you can do this wherever you are. You can do it while you're driving or while you're walking or at home. Just take a slow, deep breath in. And slowly release. Let's take one more. That was perfect. I needed that. So I was spending most of my morning doing virtual sessions. And then I started recording this episode or I thought I was I talked for about 20 minutes and then it turned out I wasn't even recording so bear with me I might have to stop in between and take a sip of water but we're gonna get through this so self-care what is self-care let me start by saying what self-care is not it's not pampering It is not something that is massive or costs a lot of money, which I know many of us have been skewed to think that self-care is all about spending hours at the spa, getting our nails done, having champagne and big dinners. Now, don't get me wrong, all of those things are nice, but it's not true self-care. Self-care is also not selfish. Prioritizing your needs and taking care of yourself is not selfish. Self-care is also not another thing or another task to be added on your to-do list. So what is self-care? Self-care is tuning into your needs moment by moment and compassionately meeting them. It is setting the intention to take care of your well-being and your health. So before I go forward, let me just say that I know self-care can be challenging because many of us are just busy. We are busy human beings. We have kids, work, school, the side hustle, and the list goes on. We live in a society that likes to be busy. Now, 
this can be an issue. It shows up in my own life, it shows up in many of my friends, my colleagues, and many of the women that sit in my office. So have you ever, you know, talk to your friends or your family and you ask them, so how are you doing? And they reply, oh, we've been busy. We're so busy. Everyone likes to talk about being busy. We are a generation that likes to talk about being busy. Why is that? It's almost like we look for some sort of approval for being busy by other people or something. Like our busyness determines our worth. Now this is a problem because being busy does not necessarily mean wellness. It doesn't necessarily mean living a meaningful life and it's not sustainable. Being busy should not be something that you look to get approval from others or something that determines your worth. Now I'm not saying that you have to stop doing all those things to practice self-care. Our jobs as parents don't stop we still have to work. This just means that you can still take care of your needs as a mom, as a wife, a parent, a boss, and as a human. So I use this analogy of putting on your own oxygen mask in the plane a lot, right? The flight attendants tell you to put on your own mask before helping others. There's a reason why they tell you to put on your own mask. Because if you don't put on your mask first, you will not be able to help others. Now, let me go back and bust that myth that I mentioned earlier. Self-care is not selfish. Putting your needs first is not selfish. Now, if you are on a plane and you put on your own mask first, are people going to tell you that's selfish? No. The same goes for self-care. When you don't take care of your needs, you will pass out. Well, maybe not literally, but you will become depleted. You will become exhausted. It'll start manifesting physically, emotionally, and mentally. I truly believe that if more people practice self-care, meeting all of those needs, there will be less people having to go to the hospital. There will be less chronic diseases and illnesses and autoimmune diseases. Research now shows that there is a correlation between chronic stress and illnesses. So when we don't take care of ourselves, when we don't take care of our needs, you will become run down and depleted. And when that happens, you get cranky, you get short, you get frustrated, you're low in energy, you get, you start having these stress behaviors that show up at home with your coworkers or your kids or your spouse. Now that is selfish. That's what's so ironic about this whole self-care selfish thing. It's when you don't take care of your needs that you start having all of these stress behaviors that show up and it's projected on 
the people you care about the most. So when you don't take care of your needs, you don't prioritize you, you will start to lose consciousness. You will become run down and that's just not sustainable. Now, I want to express that I know self-care can be challenging because many of us are super busy and we weren't taught about self-care. We weren't taught about prioritizing our needs. So let me ask you this, right? Here's some reflection. What does it mean to you to look after yourself? Do you think it's selfish? Do you think that taking care of your needs, you're viewed as weak? Or that you couldn't do it all and therefore you're not enough? Let me tell you something. These are all common, limiting, defeating beliefs that we tend to have. And I am here to tell you that that's not true. Because your needs matter. You deserve to be taken care of. I'll say it again. When you don't take care of your needs, you won't be able to take care of others. There's this quote. When you take time to replenish your spirit, it allows you to serve others from the overflow. You cannot serve from an empty vessel. That quote's from Eleanor Brown. I love this quote because it resonates with me personally once upon a time i was one of those who perceived self-care as selfish i always told myself i don't have time for self-care because i thought that self-care required this massive thing and when i didn't take care of myself that manifest physically emotionally and spiritually I had migraines, I was exhausted, fatigued, I felt stress. Now, I'm not saying that self-care is going to eliminate all the stress. Some stress is healthy for us, but it's the chronic stress that's not. When we neglect to take care of ourselves, we have breakdowns. And most of us cannot afford to crash. So... Let's take this moment to do another reflection. I want you to think about how some stress may be showing up for you. How is it showing up emotionally? How's your mood? Have you been feeling low or anxious? Maybe cranky and easily frustrated with your coworkers, kids, or spouse? How is it showing up cognitively? Has your ability to focus and concentrate been impacted? How's your thoughts? Are you criticizing or being too hard on yourself? Do you have a negative or skewed perspective? How is it showing up for you in your relationships? Did you stop connecting? Are you short with people? When was the last time you connected with your spouse? How is it showing up behaviorally? Have you stopped doing things you enjoy? 
Have you stopped hanging out with friends? Maybe you stopped working out and going to the gym. Are you eating more unhealthy foods? What are the physical response? Are you feeling fatigued? Do you have headaches? Is there weight gain? Uh, research does show that when there is chronic stress, it's an overload of stress hormones, which is the cortisol and adrenaline, and that can put your hormones out of balance, and there you can gain weight. So I'll say it again, self-care is paying attention to your needs moment to moment. It's a practice and intention to look after your own health and wellness. So going back to one of the myths that I mentioned earlier about self-care, self-care doesn't have to be this elaborate thing. It's not about just taking bubble baths and vacations and spas. Now, don't get me wrong. I like going to the spas. I like getting my nails done. I like vacations. But that's not meeting my needs moment to moment. So the challenge is that this skewed perception and because many people have this skewed perception, I keep wanting to say perspective, some people roll their eyes and say self-care is silly. But true self-care is about flexibility and it's something you do that makes you thrive physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. So let's do another reflection. Ask yourself, what is getting in the way of taking care of you? Is, are you taking on too much? Is your routine and your schedule tied to your self-worth? Is it perfectionism? Do you feel like you have to do everything on your own because it needs to be perfect? Do you feel guilty for taking care of yourself? Now ask yourself this, what is sacrificing yourself doing for you? What need is it giving you? Is it giving you approval from other people? Or is it that perfectionism where you need to get everything perfect? Now, let's talk about some things we can do for self-care. It's important to remember that self-care, you do the self-care things you do is tailored to you. What self-care looks like for me is going to be different for you. It's also important to remember as you change and evolve, your self-care needs can change. Your self-care needs can change day by day. Remember what I said earlier that self-care is about tuning into your needs moment to moment. So let's, let's take a moment to just check in with yourself. 
Let's go back and take those slow, deep breaths in. Go ahead and take a deep breath in for four counts and out for four counts. So in, two, three, four, out, two, three, four. In, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four. Really take this moment to tune into yourself. Feel the physical sensations in your body. Do you have tightness? Do you tend to carry stress in your body in areas that you normally won't pay attention to? Maybe it's in your shoulders or in your belly. So self-care can look like setting boundaries, right? Saying no to that extra task at work or saying yes to the things that fills you up and nurtures you. Those things can be mindful breathing or just any type of breathing exercise, relaxation exercises. Maybe you find gratitude nurturing, taking moments to practice gratitude, building in a routine that fills you up, getting in some exercise, any form of movement, such as walking, yoga, or whatever exercise makes you feel good. Filling your body with foods that nurture you, getting enough sleep, setting boundaries on when you check your emails and limits around screen time. Adults need at least seven to eight hours of sleep. That is self-care. When you don't get enough sleep, that will start showing up in your mood emotionally and physically, we need to rejuvenate our body. Asking for help is a form of self-care. Maybe it's asking your spouse for some extra help around the chores and the kids or outsourcing things at work. So it's also important to remember that you are only responsible for your own healing and self-care. No one else's. And I want to tell you, if you struggle with this, you are not alone. So be gentle with yourself. Now, as I mentioned earlier, self-care is not something that is an added task to your to-do list because we don't need one of those, right? On plan as so with that being said, I want to tell you that if you are struggling with self-care and you just need some extra support, check out my coaching program. I have a six-week coaching program where we meet weekly virtually through video chat that's either through Skype or Zoom or FaceTime. 
we work together to identify identify needs and values and the barriers to self-care and ways to prioritize you. We identify some of those defeating beliefs that I mentioned earlier around self-care. What are the messages you received growing up and why you are worth taking care of because you are important, your needs matter. Now, I developed this program because one, I know prioritizing your needs can be challenging. I've been there. And two, from a mental health perspective, we have years, our whole life of conditioning, which means we have these conditioned habitual patterns that we learned growing up, either from our family, our communities, or society. And it's going to take some time, consistency, and work to create new habits that better serves you. So by the end of the program, women that I worked with have reported that they have been able to develop healthier habits into their routine that better serves them. And they are able to prioritize their needs without feeling guilty. And they're able to be just fully present for their loved ones. So if you're interested in learning more, check out my website, katrinacounseling.com. Send me an email if you have any questions or are interested in setting up a free consult. Now, I hope that you find in this episode that you are important and your needs matter. You are important to prioritize your needs and incorporate self-care into your life so that you can be fully present for other people. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until then, be well. Thank you for tuning in to my very first episode on self-care. My goal for this podcast is to provide you with content that serves challenges and inspires you to transform and grow. I do want to provide a disclaimer that this podcast is for information only and is not to be used for a substitute for mental health counseling. I hope you are able to take something away from today's episode. Take care.